Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get free download and free 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com slash screenfellows. Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we'll be reviewing 50 Shades Freed. And discussing some more Oscar stuff. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And where are we going? Ozzy, how you doing? Um, I'm I'm very sore, you know. So that's, there's that. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, you know, just as well as you can be. If you can tell from the opening of the podcast, I um have a hard time taking this movie seriously, but I'm going to try. So yeah. Whew, man, I am I am very excited to. <laughs> You know, get this, get this over with, man. You know, it's it's been a great, it's been a great, uh, great time uh, hating these movies, and um, you know, the fact that we have this as a last outing, I'm 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 celebrating. You know, um, for those of you who saw my Snapchat, yeah, I said here we effing go because I didn't want to see it again. But you know, after I got it over with, you know, I it was great. It wasn't a great movie. I just meant it was a great time because all of us in the theater were laughing at this movie. Um, but yeah, man, let's try. And when I just mean try, I mean really try to start positive here. Yes. So, Carlos, hit me with your <clears throat> positives. Um, yeah, I'm going to treat, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do my best to treat this as an actual movie and <laughs> give it an actual review. Um, it is. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, it's not, I mean, it's not good. It's just, I, I know you all expected that, and it's true. It's just not good. There are a couple of things that are all right about it, but overall, I mean, this is terrible. I mean, it definitely lives up to every inch of height as or hype as to how bad it is. And there's one aspect of the movie, which I'll get to later, that was worse, much worse than I was even expecting. So we'll get to that later. But as for positives, honestly, there's not too much. I, I'm curious to see what you come up with. Uh, there's one scene in particular that I actually thought was kind of compelling from a character standpoint. But it's, it's I don't know. I mean, it's even that, like, the characters themselves aren't interesting. So it's hard for the scene that is somewhat interesting to be fully compelling. Um, but... It is, I don't know, there's, just, there's, it's really hard. Ozzy, Ozzy, why don't you give me something to work with? Audi, pl- uh, that Audi uh, product placement, though, oh that was great. <laughs> that was really great. They were so, they were so Audi that the only Dodge that they used didn't even have a Dodge sign, like, label on it. So, hell yeah, to Audi. Oh, my god. Um, Audi produces sexy cars, because this is apparently a sexy movie. Hello. Um, 
And, uh, you know, that's probably it. Um, probably the soundtracks to every 16. Yeah, yeah true. Um, well, just the soundtrack pretty- in general. I mean, I think that's the one area that is universally praised by for these movies. Is the yeah, it's the soundtrack. Um, yeah. Sure. Uh, I'll give them that. Uh, some of the cinematography, which I'll say probably four scenes, was actually really good. So, yeah, man, this movie was barely... I mean, barely anything. I mean, yeah. I, I gotta say, I mean, this was this was such a trash movie, Carlos. <laughs> and can I say they were turned down by about everything? That's about true. About everything that you can think of. Yeah, that, we that... almost died. Let's have sex. <laughs> um, and I, I th- just got shot, babe. Let's have sex. Yeah, it I, was I, ridiculous. I think with with these movies and this movie in particular, I've only seen this one, and you've seen two of them, correct? Now you didn't two see of- the first one, so. Um, with from what I can tell from these movies and with this one in particular, like obviously they're known for their sex scenes or they're known for being sex movies or whatever, quote unquote. But I mean, honestly, like this is nothing that you won't have seen on some TV shows on Game of Thrones, to be honest. Like you see the same thing. It's not there was nothing that like shocked me. And I was expecting maybe something to be like oh wow okay i didn't know they were gonna go that far or do that and it wasn't even See, really and that's that the things, and that's the thing with this movie okay like i had a friend of mine she goes ozzy i can't watch this movie with you and i was like what because because like I, i've seen the second one and like you know this like you know and i've seen interviews of people's reactions in the first one because you know it helps it up to be like this sex movie and like you're showing you like all these things that like you want to you want to see guys are just like okay like maybe i can use some of christian gray stuff girls are like damn like i want my man to be christian gray right and then you go in there and you're just like really guys are confused because it's just like you this is what you want and girls are just like that's 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 all so it's just like you know i was left a little underwhelmed and you know i was just i'm confused because yeah i was sitting by by like uh i was sitting by a girl Sitting, you know, there was actually, I actually felt really awkward going into the movies because there was like two couples. I was in between oh, two couples. Yeah. I was in between two couples. I don't know who you went with. I don't know if you went by yourself. <laughs> but, uh, I went by myself. There's nobody around here I can convince to go see Fifty yeah, Shades yeah. with me. I, so. See, like I, like, I invited like five different people. They all bailed on me. They're just like, I want to, but I can't. I was like, damn. But anyways, um, uh, they were just, they were laughing throughout each sex scene because there's nothing compelling. And when there's nothing... And, like, you know, when I see something like that, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I, I was busting out laughing, too. I mean, yeah. especially at some of the things that are going on in this movie. Uh, I yeah. didn't care for. Yeah. Uh, I will say. And I got to say. I got to say. Okay. Christian Grey has some really bad security. Has some really bad security. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they're very terrible. Uh, but the one scene that I was talking about that I kind of found compelling. Again, this is very, like, <laughs> as compelling as you can find a scene with characters from these movies. Um it's actually the scene where she uses her safe word. I actually thought that was, it got a little intense, like a little intense. Um, but again, this is me really reaching for positives. So don't take that as like, oh my gosh, it's the greatest scene ever. No, it's it's just, it's probably the best scene in a bad movie. That's it. I can't. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's, let's just fully uh, dive into uh, negatives then. Yo, if I had to give an award for the worst chemistry in a movie, it would definitely go to Dakota Johnson and, like, James Dornan. Like, you would think after 
two movies together. You can do the third one. You know, you can be like, all right, all right. Like, I know, like, we know each other. Let's let's, let's give off some amazing chemistry. Mm-hmm. And they still don't. That amazes the hell out of me. Like, how do you not? Whatever. That's fine. But That's for fine. me, it's not even ju- it's not even just the chemistry. I think I think saying they just don't have or they don't have great chemistry or they don't have good chemistry is kind of like giving too much of a pass to them because and this is what I was talking about at the top. Every I've the one of the more consistent things I've heard positively towards these movies this is that Dakota Johnson is actually not too bad. I maybe it's different in the other movies, but based on just this I don't know what they're, those people are talking about. She is awful. I think she was worse than Jamie Dornan or whatever his name is. She is so bad in this movie. And I, I'm sorry, I don't want to, like, trash on her con- continuously, but, jeez, like, she she's not compelling. I you could It's almost like you can tell that she doesn't care about this movie at all. And I, I don't know. I just I did not find her character interesting so i guess that's also part of it is her character is just flat out not interesting and very whiny and very annoying and it's it's frustrating but also she doesn't add anything to the she doesn't add anything to the character like it's just the character is whiny and she's giving a very very dull performance with no effort put into it and then he is i mean he's infamously bad in these movies and he's bad in this movie as well so it's just i think their performances individually are so bad that it's like how are they supposed to have chemistry it's just they're they're both not caring about the movie in general so i don't know they're both really bad okay (laughs) they're both really bad they're both garbage they're both trash in this movie okay i'm gonna go in on it because this is a movie this is like the time where i get to let loose man oh my gosh i'm excited dakota johnson she is trash in this movie Absolute garbage. She does not know how to like. I, like when she's delivering lines, I almost cry, and not because it's a really good. It's not because it's a really good delivery. It's because it's really bad delivery. She's and just reciting. Bad, she's just reciting her the script. That's yeah, it. Like, like she's like, not putting anything into it. Yes, the, the oh God, the script, the <laughs> script. Jesus Christ, this is the worst script of 2018 um, that I've seen so far. And I know it's probably February, but if we ever do like a top 10 yeah. worst screenplays. This is gonna be like definitely on the, on on the thing. Like, it was just so stupid. Like one of the scenes, Christian Grey was mad at her, and then she called him out for being hypocritical, and then he was just like, "Yeah, but like," I was like, "What the hell am I? This is the dumbest conversation I've ever seen, in any movie. So stupid." Um, Anastasia, uh, Dakota John Johnson's uh, character. Makes the dumbest decisions, okay? Jamie Dornan's character, Christian Grey, is the dumbest husband ever because he doesn't share anything with his freaking wife, which is why she gets pissed off. And, you know, understandably so, but then she doesn't explain, like, she, how she explains it doesn't make any sense. And then she gets mad at him for doing things, but then she goes back and does what he does. So this whole relationship is hypocritical, if you ask me, okay? And then, Jesus, they have sex at the dumbest, for the dumbest reasons. They do. They see an orange, babe. Let's have sex. And I'm just like, what? It's an orange. What are you doing? And like, ice cream. Like, I don't want to have ice cream anymore. I really don't. Um, it was just a really bad movie. Like, someone almost died, and he runs to Anastasia. 
like this person is really close to him and he just chooses Anastasia over her. And I'm just like, look, I get that's your wife, but this person almost just died. This person was missing. Like, what are you doing? Spoiler alert. Someone's get someone gets missing. Jesus. <laughs> I, um, and then there's a dream sequence that never gets explained. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there's no re- I just remembered that. <laughs> there's no resolution to that. It just kind of happened. <laughs> I just, and my whole question is, why did we have that? <laughs> I just remember I that. Gone, oh my God. I could have gone without having seen that. Okay. And Dakota Johnson gets handed like a news report. And then I started laughing because she's, she's like, she's supposed to be scrolling through the news report, uh, but yes. she's not. <laughs> it so, remi- yeah. Okay. And it, that reminds me yeah. of, of a movie that happened, I believe it was in 2016. Yes. Where this guy's supposed to be on the phone. But we see the screen where he's not even on the phone app. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it was so similar to that. And that scene, like when it happened in the movie, everyone noticed. Like it wasn't even like with the phone thing where, you know, I think we went to go see that movie with my mom and she didn't she didn't notice. And it was just something that bothered me. Like, and then <laughs> I pointed it out to you and you're like, yes. Um, but with this, it's so like it was on an iPad. You could see it was huge. Everyone saw that she was not scrolling. Like it was like, what the frick? It's just is like this movie's not even trying in the little things, like you know, actually giving her some sort of graphic she can scroll on. It's like, I was like, please scroll. And she's just not. And I was like, oh god, no. I was like, God, it's so bad. Like she's not even scrolling, bro. Yeah. And I was like, "Geez, like, what okay. is going on?" You bringing up the you bringing up the person who was kidnapped reminds me that it's not just the leads that are bad in this movie. By the way, everyone is bad in this movie. Her friend made me want to throw something at the screen when they had a, like a dinner together, a get together, and it's just she was not good either. And not to mention, and this is probably going to be my final point, um, the message of this movie, and I guess of this franchise as a whole, is extremely problematic. It's like, yeah, he's controlling, and yeah, he, like, yells at you, and he has really weird fantasies about, like, beating you and stuff like that, but that's okay. What are we doing? (laughs) This is the movie that we're promoting? It feels like this movie, in the post- me too era like in this world that we're living in now this movie is so out of place is it not i mean i don't i mean no (laughs) look because i have two female friends i have two girlfriends uh they're just like hey ozzy um you know this movie is really good i was (laughs) like (laughs) i was just like no way and then i spoke to another female friend of mine they're just like she's just like look you cannot say this is a great movie. This is garbage. And I'm like, thank you. And she's like, but Ozzy, I eat this up. I'm just like, I respect you 20 times more. Because she's admitting to me that this is just a guilty pleasure film. Not that it's a great movie, but it's a guilty pleasure film. And I, you know what? I can respect the hell out of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, that's great. Okay, like, that's great, man. Like, if you can at least acknowledge this movie's a garbage we can be best friends. But the fact that, you know, I have two people tell me this is a great movie. I'm just like, what are you, are we seeing the same movie? Like, what is going on? I mean, this whole movie yeah. feels like a freaking music video. Like, Can we talk about the green does. screen in the car? <laughs> oh, that green screen was horrible. <laughs> so it was bad. so bad. It reminded me of that really, really, 
Like, and it was worse by far, definitely. But that really, really bad green screen in that one scene in Walking Dead where, like, Rick's standing on top of, like, that garbage pile or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it reminded me of that. It's but it's like. Jeez. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Um, I don't understand. I just, I don't get it. Um, I mean, ah, geez, this movie is such garbage. And can I mention, yeah. and this is in the trailer, um, there's no resolution to this at all, regardless. The freaking architect for the new home. Yeah. She sounded like a porn star. <laughs> okay. It's like, Christian, we can totally do this. And I was just like, what the? Stop. <laughs> um, every And we never saw her again. We see her once more. <laughs> We do? Yeah, yeah. She... I don't remember. <laughs> she actually... Uh, okay, spoilers for this movie. Like, we're... <laughs> spoilers. Bye, sorry. Um, but she actually is the person who helps that one guy who ended up proposing. Really? Yeah, yeah. Remember, like, uh, Dakota Johnson's character, like, sees him hugging her outside or something? And, you know, obviously they want us to think, like, oh, no, he's cheating on her. But then oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. And then he says, yeah. I got an old help- friend to help me pick out the ring or whatever. And it was it was Yeah, her. but yeah. I still can say that one time because I only saw her face. I didn't actually hear it. <laughs> but, yeah. That's it's... a bad thing. I don't even remember her second scene. Kind of. I'm probably like a cameo. Scene, like a cameo. <laughs> I don't think I didn't even hear her at all. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't remember any of these characters going in. <laughs> except for the two main ones but and just i honestly yeah. i honestly forgot dakota johnson's character's name coming yeah. in because i mean the last one was just so terrible um it was really bad the, and they tried picks, to turn you on a twist in the end and yeah. i was like am i supposed to care yeah i there was some sort of twist with like the quote the villain quote-unquote in this movie um, and I honestly, I don't know any of these characters because I didn't see the first two movies, so the it meant nothing to me. Uh, and that kind of brings me to the story, I guess. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just so melodramatic, and I guess that's kind of, like, an aspect where I know there's people who, like, really, really eat up the melodrama, and it's just like, yeah, like, oh, man, I don't care that it's super cheesy. I mean, people watch soap operas for crying out loud. Like, people like melodramatic storytelling. And that's what this is. It's very melodramatic storytelling with a lot of sex. So, again, I kind of get why people watch these movies, but they're not good. And the, no. the, and the, story, the story is really dumb. It really is. And it's, <laughs> like, the logic of the story is, like, somebody getting bail because of, like, some stupid reason. It's just like, what? Like any sense. I don't get it. Um, I don't get it. I'm done reason. talking about this movie. <laughs> I don't get it at all, okay? Um, sh- shout out to my friend who said, you know, this movie was is, is super good. Honey, it wasn't. Okay. Um, this is not... I don't know what to tell you. This is a really bad movie. It's a poorly acted movie. It's a poorly put together movie. I feel like I saw a PG porn music video. That's what this movie is to me. It's a PG porn video. It's at least trying to be a PG porn video. Um, Because boobs. Sure. We've all seen boobs. Uh, Butt cheeks. We've all seen butt cheeks, guys. Not that big of a deal. Um, it's not. It's not. There's nothing. This again. For those of you guys who haven't seen these movies, who want to get into these movies, it's not something to get into. 
You're not going to learn anything from it. What you're going to learn is to not spend $12 seeing this movie. That's the only thing you're going to learn coming out of this movie. Um, yeah. This is a really bad movie. If you want to see a music video, look up a music video. If you want to see a porn video, look up a freaking porn video. This is not the movie. This is not the movie to do that. Like This is not, this is not like the sexy movie of this movie that people are setting this up to be. It's really bad. Fifty Shades, Freed. Yes, it's a great title because we are freaking finally free from seeing these movies. Woo! I'm so glad. What's your rating, Ozzy? Uh, my rating for this movie is a 0.5. Yes, it's really bad. Don't go watch it. And if you're going to go watch it, guys, you have guts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I am going to match you with a 0.5. Like, yeah, this is not good. It's, I'll be surprised if it's not. Um, my worst of the year that would be a sad day because that means there was something worse that came out this year um but anyway yeah like i said i'm done talking about this movie it's something interesting <laughs> not really but yeah i just had such a great time watching <sighs> movie. um you know because the couple there was a couple right next to me so like having like a mini fight and then i was just laughing the entire time so this is one of the funnest times i've had watching a movie just because i knew it was gonna be bad Mm-hmm. And it hit all my expectations. So, so it was a good time. It was a good time. I'll give that. That's a positive. The all movie right. wasn't a positive, but the movie going experience was a positive. So, yes. All right. Uh, Let's talk Oscars. Yep. We are going to continue our road to the Oscars this time. We're basically wrapping up the major categories. We might dive into some of the smaller ones. We'll, maybe we'll like break them up and do like a couple of smaller ones per episode. Maybe we'll have some discussions on Oscar-type things. I don't know. We'll figure out how we're going to continue this moving forward. But to wrap up our discussion of the major categories, we are talking Best Supporting Actor. Uh, I will read off what was actually nominated. And then we'll discuss what the no- or what we think of the nominations, and then of course what we think should have been nominated. All right. So for best supporting actor, we had Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, Richard Jenkins in The Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer in All the Money in the World, and Sam Rockwell in Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Ozzy, what do you think of that list? Um, no. That's, that's <laughs> Agreed. What I say. Um, no, I think this is a really, uh, this is a really, this is a really like messy list. If mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you, um, there's a bunch of people. Um, I might not have three just off the top of my head, but I mean, I have a, I have a few people that would have put it in the list, and I'm just gonna take you. For those of you guys who were just like Ozzy, you know, did you see everything? I was not able to see all the money in the world, but I'm gonna take Carlos's word on the movie because Carlos and I sometimes have like you know 70, 60 percent of the time we do genuinely agree on on the movies that we see. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna take his word that Christopher Plummer should not have been nominated. Yes, he should so, not have. Um, <laughs> he should not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take your uh, I'm gonna take your your word for it, but um, the only person that just there's, there's two people there's, there's, besides those besides Christopher Plummer I would have taken out two others, Woody Harrelson and Richard Jenkins. We agree on all three that should be taken out. Yes, because look, Woody Harrelson was good in three 
three billboards outside mm-hmm. of Missouri. I think everybody in that movie was great, was was from phenomenal to great. And I think he was really great, honestly. I just don't think he needed to be nominated. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to nom- nominate anybody for that film, it's 100%. Um, Rockwell. I don't know. Yes, that, like if you're doing anybody for like supporting actors, definitely Sam Rockwell. Um, he did an amazing job with his performance. I would have given that to Rockwell. I don't think three three billboards outside Evan Missouri needed two nominations for yeah. supporting actors. I think this is BS. Um, Richard Jenkins. Look, I'm gonna say he was really good. I don't think he was amazing. I don't think he was great. I'm just gonna say he was really good. I don't think he's such deserved. a weird one, right? It's like exactly. He's fine. I did not. I didn't see that happening. At all, honestly. Um, now, if you're going to ask me, okay, Ozzy, like, who would you put in? Hey, I'm giving you at least three. Will Poulter for Detroit. He played that very persistent cop in Detroit. Why is he not nominated? He gave the best performance in that entire movie. Why is he not nominated? That is absolutely ridiculous to me. Um, I just, I don't get that whatsoever. Um, I, Tanya, Sebastian, Stan. He was amazing in I, Tanya. I loved his performance. I was blown away by his performance because the only thing I've seen him, only like a few things that I've seen him in, uh, he's in, he's been in, um, he was in, he was in, uh, what, Captain America, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then he was in, um, that Matt Damon, Spart, Mars movie. I don't know what it was. You know the movie I'm talking about. Um, but, oh, The, the Martian. Yeah, The Martian. Um, he was good in that. But he was phenomenal in this movie. So I just, for me, I just don't understand why he wasn't nominated. Um, and then also, Hostiles was study. Why was why was this man not nominated? Why? He did an amazing job. All of these men did an amazing job. Um, if I'm going to name like a few others that I would have nominated, Jason Mitchell for Mudbound and also Jonathan Banks for Mudbound. Those two actors did a, a phenomenal job. Um, and Mudbound. Mudbound to me is is just that's a that's just the snub as well. Um, right. I have a question for you. Yes. So this is going to slightly give away one of the people that I might have nominated, just maybe. But <coughs> what if you could give it to any comedic performance? Where would you go from last year? Comedic performance. Um. I don't know. I gotta say honestly, I don't. I don't have like my list of comedies from okay. 2017. Fair um, yeah, um, I'm trying to see. Um, All right. Well, while you're thinking about that, I guess I'll dive yeah. into it then. Because um, I agree. Like, obviously, Uyghur and Christopher Plummer. Because uh, you're basically going off what I said about it. But I agree with the other two as well. And when it comes to what is probably shouldn't be on the list. I mean, Woody Harrelson, he's he's really good, but it, it, like I would have taken a couple other things over him. Uh not like I I honestly think there's only one pure one true actual snub like who had a decent shot at actually winning on um that that wasn't nominated. I don't even think there's one actual full out snub. But I I just I don't think Woody Harrelson like I I would have been fine if he wasn't on the list. Um, 
Richard Jenkins shouldn't be on the list straight up. Like he he's I just it's so weird. He's good, but I don't I don't get why he has gotten so much acclaim for that role. It's fine. Um, and then obviously Christopher Plummer. If there's if there's any position or any nomination on this list that is what is going on in the world and political politically driven and all of that and socially driven, it is Christopher Plummer. He is good in that movie. Don't get me wrong. Christopher Plummer is a great actor, but it is just because he was he replaced Kevin Spacey that he is nominated. Let's be honest. So. Now, in it, it, for me, I have three vacancies here. What would I fill them with? Um, this is the snub for me: is Miles Teller in Only the Brave? He is freaking yes. great in that movie, and <clears throat> I, I just, I, I really, really wanted him to get nominated this year. I think it's beyond time that Miles Teller has been nominated. He has given us great performances multiple times now and he has continuously gotten snubbed when is he gonna get some recognition man he had two great performances this year i in in my opinion his supporting performance is better than his leading performance from this year and that is miles teller only the brave you have it's just it's ridiculous i don't understand he is so good in that movie and that movie is ridiculously underrated from last year so i don't know but Another that movie is honestly a snub just in general. On that movie, yeah. it's, just, it's yeah. so unfortunate. Well, like I said in our review, I do think it's a flawed movie. So I get, I get it on some level, but it's just so emotion. It resonates so emotionally well. It's it's great. Um, but anyway, uh, another guy I would have been. I don't think this is a straight up snub, but I do think that I would have taken him over Woody Harrelson. I would have taken him over. Um, Christopher Plummer and Richard Jenkins, uh, and that's Jason Mitchell in Mudbound. I love Jason Mitchell as an actor. I think he is so good. He basically every time he's on the screen, I am kind of just drawn to him. I really find him to be a very compelling actor, and I think he is great in Mudbound. And uh, that's another movie that I do think is somewhat flawed. I know I honestly think that it's probably. I feel similar to to Mudbound that I do with Only the Brave, where it's a flawed movie that hits you emotionally, and a huge reason why it hits you emotionally is because of Jason Mitchell. I mean, it's just, he is amazing, especially towards the later portions of that movie. Uh, It's ridiculously compelling. And then... There's a couple guys uh, for the fifth spot. I would have been, uh, to be honest, I would have been okay with Woody Harrelson. I mean... I'm I'm like I'm not super upset about Woody Harrelson's the one where I'm like okay I'm okay with it but I would have taken a few other people some of the other people I would consider would be Army Hammer um, in Call Me by Your Name excuse me lost it there uh, Michael I don't know how to say his name the the dad from Call Me by Your Name uh, I think he was really good as well I'm surprised you didn't say uh, Steve Carell did you say Steve Carell no. Okay. Or do you consider him a lead? In what movie? In um, Battle of the Sexes. Because um, I think that's her movie, so I would consider him a it's supporting. It's her movie. Yeah, like, like he is supporting 100%, but like I don't know if I would have given him like a nom. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying that's someone I considered. Uh, Patrick Stewart, I'm surprised you didn't bring up him, um, in... Logan, 
he's on the edge for me. I would have been okay if he would have been nominated. And then this is the com- comedic one that I was talking about. And honestly, I guess you could kind of go with, like, you can go with whatever's your favorite performance in this movie. Just because I love this movie. And I think that Jack Black is the reason that Jumanji is so freaking funny. Jack Black kills oh, it in that movie. He is yes. so good. It, yes. Come on. Um, let's respect comedies here, please. I never thought I would be the one saying this, but let's respect comedies. Jack Black is so good. Give him a nomination. He is so freaking great in that movie, and he's the reason that it is so funny. He takes it from a really good comedy to a, probably a great comedy. Like, Jack Black is so good. Oh, I love him in that movie, and oh, let's God. respect yes. him, um, I, I have, I still have the pin from Cinemark, um, <laughs> from, from, from what they gave me, and I think my sister does have, have it, too. And, um, he goes, I can't even with this place. <laughs> I, that is the best line in that movie, and just how his delivery is so on point. I love him in that movie, yeah. and, um, I feel like people need to appreciate him. Like, it's so crazy. This man, um, damn man, I absolutely just love his performance in that movie. It's so good. It's and so silly how we don't like comedic performances rarely get nominated, and I, and it's ridiculous because I like I'll even say like Tiffany Haddish should have been nominated. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish. She was a snub in the supporting actress com- or category. She was, she was so talked about for a long time after that movie. It was ridiculous, and I think she should have been nominated because. She killed it, dude. I was crying in the movie theater next to you because she was killing it in each individual scene. That's how great she is. And I feel like Jack Black is another snub this year. I mean, I, damn, I mean, that was, I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about it because, you know, usually Oscars are so dramatic and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. They've kind of conditioned us to think that way, too. So, yeah, I mean, if I had a choice, I mean, I would choose Jack Black because he was (laughs) so funny in the movie. And and it's not even. It's not even just that he's like, oh, like, I'm going to stand up here and do, like, a shtick or whatever. One of the things that everyone came out of that movie saying, me especially, came out of that movie saying was I was shocked at how good the performances were in that movie. It wasn't just that, oh, it was a silly comedy. No, the performances were so good. So good. (laughs) Like, And Jack Black was probably the best of them all, so I don't know. Yeah, I love Karen Gillian. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and this is like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I also loved Kevin Hart in this movie. They were all so good in that movie. Yeah. Um, They were really great, and I, dude, I I love Jumanji, and I know we're kind of getting into like a Jumanji-like thing, but Jumanji wasn't my top ten favorite to last year. Yeah. Um, It was up there, so... That is, it's great. Um, but all right. So, what would be like your official list? Uh, so, my list would be Sam Rockwell, Willem Dafoe, Miles Teller, Jason Mitchell, and Jack Black. Okay. Okay. Um, I think what I'm gonna do. I think what I would do is. Hmm. Tough man, it's tough. Yeah, it is. Um, Will Defoe, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. I'll put Will Poulter in. Okay. Jack Black, and um, West Study for Hostiles. All right. Interesting. I think I think I think people need to see Hostiles, and I think that movie was definitely snubbed. Yeah. At least of a supporting actor. Because <clears throat> I know you and I debated Christian bit Christian Bale for a bit, but um. 
I at least would have given him nom for uh, West Study because he was he was really great in that movie. He was. He was. So. Uh, let's talk about the two that um, we haven't talked about, and that's because we both agree that they should have been nominated, and they were. Uh, and that's Sam Rockwell and Willem Dafoe. Uh, let's start with, I mean, I guess the easiest one is probably Sam Rockwell. I, I think he's probably going to win it. I think he probably should win it. Um, even though I kind of hate that character, this is where the separation of character and performance comes into play, people, because... He is brilliant in that movie. He is so good, and he is just, he's funny. He is really, really compelling, even when he probably, in my opinion, shouldn't be. I, I just, I think he gives a great performance, or a great performance that is incredibly layered at times, and really dis- he he's despicable when he needs to be despicable and you know sometimes that's a hard thing for an actor to do and i think he gives the best performance um in a supporting role this year so that's why i'm cool with it uh what do you think about sam rockwell <clears throat> i think he's did, i think he did an amazing job from you think he's gonna win the, yeah i mean from thinking from i mean from being the the i don't know i mean maybe christopher palmer wins um Ugh. I hate that. I hope it doesn't um, happen. I don't know. I don't know because I mean, the thing is, and the thing is, you know, I hate to get political. <laughs> Sam Rockwell plays a racist. Yeah, he does. Christopher Plummer came to all the money in the world to rescue. He's a you know, why not? So like that's why I think that the Oscars may lean towards Christopher Plummer just because of like he had to fill in, he had to basically. Redo everything that Kevin Spacey did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the only reasons why. And then also Richard Jenkins. I feel like Richard Jenkins might win because of that side storyline that he had. Um, <clears throat> which again, I'm just like, ah, does it have to be political? Um, but I personally want to give it to Sam Rockwell because, um, again, he he gave us such a phenomenal performance, and you're able to. I mean, at least I was kind of. I mean. He was a dick, and he did really <laughs> bad things. He was, yeah. flat out. Yeah. His character was. Um, his character did some really unspeakable things, but you started to sympathize with him towards the end of the movie, which I did. I don't know if you did, but I did just because Sam Rockwell did like such an amazing job with his character. And you know, you were just like, okay, like this is he. He's redeeming himself, and you found that to be okay with. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. Um, and you know, you're, you're on the right path slowly, but surely you're on the right path. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I, I, mean, I, I would, I would have Sam Rockwell be number, number one, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe was really, really, really amazing. in uh, the Florida, the Florida project, um, your typical, one of your, like one of your typical landlord, you know? And I just think he did a really amazing job. And I think the role was so natural to him as well. Um, which is something that's very unique to say, uh, I just think he was just relaxed in this role. Yeah. Um, I love Willem Dafoe in this role. Uh, he has this kind of fatherly feel to him where he really like, even though these kids in the Florida project get on his nerves to no end, you can tell that he cares about and wants to protect them. And he just, he's, he is the rock in that movie. He, not the rock as a person, but he is like the, solid foundation of that movie the movie doesn't succeed if you don't buy and relate to on some level that character Uh, because everything else is so 
um, fluent in that movie where you kind of like work because with the Florida Project, you're seeing the base, basically the whole movie is through the perspective of the kids. So everything else seems so kind of like I don't want to say inconsistent, but everything else seems just it's childlike. Everything's kind of just flying by at a million miles an hour. And the one thing that's kind of holding everything down and keeping everything steady to a certain extent is Willem Dafoe's character. And again, it doesn't work if that performance doesn't work. And I think he really anchors that movie, in my opinion. I know we disagree a little bit on the overall quality of The Florida Project, but I'm happy we both agree on Willem Dafoe's performance. Yeah, I think Willem Dafoe just gives a really, really amazing job, does a really amazing job in, yeah. that, in that role. And I'm, I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I think this wraps it up for Best Supporting Actor, unless you have anything else you want to talk about. No, man, that is it for me, because I am st- Starving. All right. Uh, I am so starving. And guys, I'm sorry if that's personal. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, all right, Carlos, what is your recommendation? Uh, my recommendation, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure where I'm going to go with this. Um, do you have one off the top of your head? <clears throat> Supergirl, man. Supergirl's been... Uh, I, I'm still know, a little behind, but yeah. <clears throat> They're catching. I, I I've been able to catch up. They're going on like a month and a half hiatus. Yeah. And uh, Arrow's gonna go on like I think I think like a three week hiatus. Mm-hmm. So it gives me some time, some more time to catch up. Um, so I'm all caught up with Supergirl and and Arrow. I am one episode behind Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just have not watched The Flash. Not because I not not on purpose. I just I haven't gotten to it, and I'm dreading it because I'm just like, oh god, get back into it. Um. But anyways, um, Arrow or Supergirl? Because, I mean, they've actually been pretty good. I mean, I remember we were talking about the season finale of Arrow and everything and how this season has been kind of like a blah. But I think them coming back and, and them kind of – it's been – I think they're learning from that. And um, it's becoming a little bit more tense. And I like that because now it's like there's conflict within the team and it's really deep conflict. And um, for those of you guys who are excited that I'm talking about TV – I know, <laughs> but um, just spoiler alert here. Um, I mean, the team is pretty much at odds still, um, yeah. especially, especially. I mean, especially the Black Canary and 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 basically all of Era. I mean, she is just on this on this like hunt just to kill Black Siren, and um, it's a conflict because one, this is still loyal. Technically, it's still loyal. It may not be their loyal, but I mean, it's still. It's still somebody that they were connected to in the past, and it's really weird. Mm-hmm. So they're all conflicted. On top of that, it's just like you know, her, you know, uh, Captain Lance is still like, okay, she's she's a part of her that's good. You know, we can redeem her. She's redeemable, and you know, it's I find that so touching that he's not willing to give up on her, no matter what she does. And um, I think that's a really interesting aspect of that. And um, also find it that's why I find it so conflicting. Um, when it comes to these characters mm-hmm. you now. And um, I'm excited to see the next episode when it comes back because, I mean, now the team is at odds. And um, the, I'd say, like, my only negative from the show is probably just that uh, Wild Dog keeps, like, keeps saying that, like, oh, well, this still doesn't mean that we're back together. I'm just like, <laughs> we get it. Can you, can you stop? Because um, it's, anno- it's annoying. Like, we get it. We get it. You're not going to be in the same team for a while. We get it. Stop. 
even though you guys technically are on the same team, you're not on the same team. We get it. Whatever. Um, which I think is just dumb. But anyways, I, I just like the inner conflict, though. I, I do like the inner conflict between um, the character, uh, between, like, the black black canary right now. I do like the conflict, and I do like the fact that um, it got to that point. Yeah. If you're going to do anything to pull the team apart, I feel like this is something. Because, I mean, she even she's had a few lines of dialogue in this film. Where she's just like, if this was Felicity or if this was John's wife, this wouldn't be up for discussion. But now that it's somebody that I love, like, what the hell? And I, I and like I just absolutely love the fact that she shut Oliver up, she shut Diggle up, and Oliver just stepped aside. And he's like, all right, like, I can't. Like, because I get it, you know? So I just absolutely love that dialogue. Um, as like, when it comes to Supergirl, I like the stuff that's going on with Supergirl. I think that's really interesting. I like the fact that Rain is kind of scaring Supergirl. Um, I'm really excited to see what the truth is about Monel's, like, like you know, why they're actually there. Sorry, Carlos. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go too deep with the last episode. I'm not. Right. But um, some stuff happens, and I'm really excited for it. I thought, the, I thought like, the episode before, bringing in Livewire and everything was really cool. Um, you know what's funny, Carlos? Yeah. I, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about, like, Supergirl. I was actually, I was just like, damn, man. Like, I'm like, that's crazy, bro. Like, we haven't seen, we haven't seen The Guardian in a long time. I think that's so crazy. Like, I wonder if they just discontinue that character. Probably five minutes while I was five, five minutes after I thought that Guardian shows back up, <laughs> um, and then I was just and that and I was just like I was like damn, well, that's so, I'm like man, that's crazy. I was like man, that's crazy. Like yo, we also haven't seen Lena Luthor's mother. Like what? Like what happened to her? Like we never saw her again. Five minutes later, Lena Luthor popped up, and I was like, what the hell is going on this episode? So um, yeah, but I'm 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 thinking though they're gonna have to bring in Superman. If they're gonna have all these royal killers, they're gonna have to bring in Superman. I um, hope so. Yeah. Speaking of which, the actor who plays Soups is in is in Fifty Shades Freed. That's the only positive that I have. It's a negative for him. That's the only positive that I have because I'm just like Soups, man. Look where you been at. But um, yeah. Um, I'm. I, I hope to see him back in, in Supergirl. It comes full circle. All right. Um, <laughs> my recommendation is going to be. A movie that a lot of people will be shocked that I haven't seen. I don't even know if you, I don't. Sometimes you surprise me. Maybe you have seen it too, uh, or maybe you have seen it. I had never seen Lethal Weapon. I haven't seen it, and I watched it for the first time yesterday, and it's kind of awesome. <laughs> it's very much dated. Um, <laughs> you can definitely tell that it's um, of a certain time period, but it is really really just really awesome and fun uh it's definitely a guy movie so sorry ladies uh well i mean you might enjoy it but it's definitely if you if you look up guy movie i think lethal weapon might be next to it uh but i also or like a picture of lethal weapon might be next to it uh and then also i know you know people have very strong opinions about mel gibson but mel gibson is great in Lethal Weapon. Like, it's almost like his performance is too good for the Lethal Weapon itself. Like, he just has some scenes where he freaking is breaking down, and you're just like, good lord. Like, you can see the pain in his eyes, and it's like, where were you pulling this from? Oh my gosh. Like, he is so, he goes such to such a deep and dark place in that movie, and I, I just love his performance in that movie, so... Uh, that's going to be my recommendation. I caught it on Netflix, so you should definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it in a while, 
give it a rewatch and see if you agree with me that it definitely feels of its time, but still great. So that's my recommendation. All right, sounds good. All right, now we're going to sign out. Carlos, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shuri456, and make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellas, it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, and be looking, up, be looking forward to the coming up episodes because we're probably going to be reviewing at least one, if not two, of the other movies that came out this weekend on the next episode, and then we are in full-on Black Panther mode. So be ready, people. Sounds good. And you guys can uh, find me on Twitter at CastroOzzy. And also, if you guys have any recommendations, please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on the website. Guys, this is Screenfellas. Fellas.